welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends, Silwan here, coming to you from Alaska about to head home after a remarkable trip on the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Today was quite a day. This definitely ranks high on my days of travel and speaking. It is always cool to know things other people in the room don't know. And as I was getting ready to start the training today to law enforcement, chaplains, and others from around Alaska, the coordinator approached me and said, hey, I just want you to know nobody else knows the governor of Alaska is going to come today. <laughs> and I'm like, get out. Like, no, nah. governor of Alaska, it's really important what we're doing here, what you're talking about. He's coming this afternoon. Nobody knows it's going to be a surprise. You'll see me in the back of the room. I'm like, all right, then. So we go through the day. It was an amazing class. Um, even if the governor of Alaska, Mike Dunleavy, hadn't come that afternoon, which he did, the public safety commissioner for the entire state of Alaska was there. Uh, the trooper in charge of the Alaska Highway Patrol was there. Room filled with men and women from across this great state. Governor arrived. I saw the hustle and the bustle in the back of the room. They gave me the high sign, so I did my handoff. There was the governor. And he said this to the men and women there, and it was true. There was no press. There was no cameras. It wasn't a political event. He was there because he cared about those men and women. He cared about what we were there for, what I was talking about that day. He told them that not only did he appreciate their service, he appreciated their willingness to see things, to experience things. So the citizens of Alaska don't have to. He recognized how hard their job was. He recognized that he wanted to make sure they just weren't safe at work. They were able to come home safe. It was a heart-filled address to that group of men and women. And when he said that we want to do a better job of taking care of you, I believed it. It was a pretty incredible experience. And then he left and handed the mic over to me, and I was on my way. I'm pretty hard hitting at these events. I usually take the spirit of, I only got them for a few hours and I need to make sure they remember and recognize what it is that I'm trying to get across without sugarcoating anything. As a young Marine said to me years ago, when you've got the mic, say what needs said. So I said what needed said. And it can be hard to hear about how we need to do a better job of taking care of those who serve us, how we need to be more proactive about addressing trauma and service. Helping people not just, you know, respond to a horrible critical incident that everybody knows we got to respond to, but also worried about their whole entire lives, their financial lives, their family lives, their spiritual lives, and that nobody has really done a great job of that. And the men and women who serve us suffer because of it. It can be hard to hear, especially if you're one in charge. And in that room was the person in charge of every public safety officer in the state of Alaska. So I get done. He comes forward, they want to let him end the training to give a few words. And no kidding, it was probably one of the most humility-filled talks I've ever heard. He talked about how much he had heard, how he was going to take him a while to unpack it, 
mentioned a few incidents that he thought he could have done better, that their department could have done better, that they could have served their troopers better. And there was no but. There was no but this is why. It was purely we have to do better because we should have done better. And my God, I was so proud of, of them, that leadership and those men and women. And I do know this. I don't live in Alaska. I don't know what kind of governor the governor is. I don't know what kind of public safety commissioner the public safety commissioner is, but I do know this. They came there. The commissioner was there all three days. The governor on a busy schedule took time to show up. And what was so heartening about that is one of my main messages at an event like this, when I don't have multiple days, I just got a few hours. It's the importance of connectedness, of making people feel like you're listening to them, of somebody being known to someone else, of truly feeling connected. Very few of us have more than one and maybe no people that we truly feel connected to, that listens to, to us, that cares about us, that is interested in where we're going and where we have been and how we're going to get there. And the first step to any organization or family or group or friends becoming more resilient, growing deeper in life is to be known, the good and the bad. You know, I see that in my marriage. You know, the hardest things or the fights when she's got something that she deserves to be angry about. When I've got something I deserve to be angry about. And you always start a little defensive, but I tell you what, when you do the hard work of letting that be known and talking about it, we always come out stronger. And to me, that is what those men did, those busy men who showed up to say, I'm here to listen. I'm here to talk to you. I'm here to recognize that you're not going unnoticed by me. And you could tell everybody in the room, whether they were a little cynical or not, whether they liked him or not. They appreciated it. They felt more connected. They didn't feel like that governor or that public safety commissioner far away in the Capitol is somebody that doesn't care about me, that isn't connected to me. It made me feel empowered myself when I said to them, don't just leave here and keep doing the status quo. Don't just leave here and keep doing the check in the box. Ask yourself, what can you do better? What can we do to take care of each other better? And it, it I felt empowered because I felt like it was going to be listened to. It helped me. You know, it's fun traveling this far. It's fun talking. But it's not fun when you know that what you're talking about are people's lives, life and death, misery, depression. You want to feel like you're making a difference. But when you just leave and you don't know what you leave behind, you don't know if you're making a difference or not. But when you hear something like that, and you really feel like they're going to follow through. It makes the whole day, the whole three days worth it. So I want this to be a reminder to you. No matter how important you are, no matter how busy you are, you always want to take the time to tell the people that matter most to you that they're important. And just like that governor took time out of his day to go way out of his way, to come into that room, to tell those men and women that he appreciates what they do and he doesn't forget about them. And nobody would have even thought two seconds where is he if he hadn't come nobody would have expected him to come there but he let him know you do the same you never forget to remind the ones you love how much you love them how much you appreciate them even when you're mad at them even when they're mad at you and use that to draw closer to get more connected I will remember so much on this trip 
But the thing I will remember most is the importance of letting those who work for us, who serve us, that we love, reminding them, you matter to me, you're important. Don't forget that ever. I think you'll find that the more you remember and make a point to thank those that you love for their love, that you let them be known. You let, you let them know what they're angry about and what you can improve upon and you listen and you're there for them and you tell them you're going to do better. That if you do that, not only are you going to be aim higher, they're going to be able to aim higher. And not only are you going to be able to spread your wings wider, they're going to be able to spread their wings wider. And then both of you together will be focused on the things that matter, just like I know the men and women who serve the state of Alaska in law enforcement after these three days, from the very top to that officer in the middle of nowhere, flying a plane to some village, from the very top to that very just ground level officer, they're all going to be a little more focused and going in a direction where they will support each other. They'll have each other's back. They'll listen to each other. And it is there together, connected, that we all find peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.